0: Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me, add your stories, add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Hello everyone, welcome back to Skyrimatic podcast episode 89, 90, something like that. Uh, I never, as I said the last couple of times, I don't remember the number of the episode. Colin actually remembers it better than I do. Um, I believe Colin and Victor are going to be doing another episode this weekend. Um, I will probably do one as well, and maybe I can hop on with them. I don't know what time they're doing it, so there is that. Uh, also, Fallout roundtables going on. Uh, episode 7 of Season 1 was last week. Uh, I think Episode 8 will be the week... Not this week coming up, but the week after that. And, uh, Andrew is recording tomorrow night with Kara for a new episode of the Fallout Feed, uh, non-roundtable edition, because we got some news on that. And, um, of course, uh, ASA Game Talk with Jeremy will be this weekend. Uh, maybe we'll do a Chatterbox next week. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. That's always, always, always a possibility. Um other than that, uh I haven't had a lot of Skyrim time and it's been weird. I've been playing Minecraft while Connor plays Skyrim. He's playing my character. I just go back on the saves and start where um he took over at cuz he messes everything up. He plays completely different than I play. <laughs> so, um I got to go like reset everything once uh once he's done playing. But um I did did get in some play time today. I was uh finishing up that Dark Brotherhood stuff. Um I got I killed, what's-his-name, uh, Armand Motier in Windhelm. Not Windhelm, Whiterun. Um, I think I may have done that last time anyway. But uh, he's dead. So then I went to Volunrued, picked up the gold, headed to Dawnstar Sanctuary. Found out from Nazir I have to upgrade the place with the 20 grand. Um, so I go to Dalva Mallory down in Thieves Guild. I... Upgrade everything, which cost me, I think, like eighteen thousand dollars, <laughs> gold. So you use all your gold, um, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, so I did that. I, there seemed to be two random people there. I think that's part of that ex- that quest, um, the extension of it that I have. Uh, what the heck's it called? Uh, the uh, the mod I have for. Dark Brotherhood. Oh speaking of mods, while we're while we're talking about that. Um Wormstooth, uh and the author who did Wormstooth, he took down every all of his stuff. Uh Wormstooth is probably my favorite DLC style mod. Um so that is no longer available unless you already happen to have it downloaded. Um Yeah, his uh, all his social media stuff is gone. Everything is just gone. And he he did comics as well. um based off of, I believe, Elder Scrolls and Skyrim. Uh, so that that's, that's unfortunate because he did some great stuff. Hopefully everything's okay. So if you know the person who did Wormstooth, I don't happen to know them. I, I saw their, uh, I think I followed them on Twitter and may have interacted once or twice, but I don't actually know the person. So, um, you know, if if you happen to know them and uh, they're doing well, that's great. Uh, If, you know, hopefully that's the case and they're just, you know, who knows why people uh, fade away, but um, yeah, he made some great mods. I, I I hope they come back someday. We shall see. But uh, I really enjoyed Worms Tooth. If you have it, download it and haven't haven't played it. Um, definitely check it out. It's it's well worth it. I I really enjoyed it quite a lot. Oh, okay, it's Dark Brotherhood Resurrection Part One. Um, yeah, that's, I, so I have these two new followers. I'm like, what the hell are these followers? Uh, that's, that's what they are. Uh, so it ends a four hour campaign. I have to see how to start it because I haven't started it. I also started playing, um, Sea of Ghosts, which is a quest, a little quest mod as well. I haven't got very far into that. Uh, it's pretty cool. You grab the boat up in solitude and, uh, there's, a map in the uh in the cabin and you select a spot on the map it'll take you to it. There's a bunch of islands that you can go to. So I'm kinda of working my way through them right now, um figuring it out. Seem to be some pirates, some ghosts, stuff like that. But uh I like the look of it. Uh, it's different. You know, you're island hopping. You kind of feel like the was it, the Ironborn or whatever, uh in uh <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um pretty cool. I, I'm I'm happy with it so far. Let's see. Yeah, Dark, Dark Brotherhood resurrection. I gotta see how to, um, get that going because I am. I am finished now. I just got the first quest from Nightmother. Well, don't start playing accidentally. Let's see. Yes, yeah, Stabby is the one person. Um, these two followers appear in the Dawnstar Sanctuary shortly after the end of the Dark Brotherhood questline. line. Stabby has unfinished death contracts from Bruma. Arvina needs your help performing a dark ritual. Both are hiding something, while a sinister new enemy arises and attacks the Dark Brotherhood. This mod also adds random conversations at Dawnstar Sanctuary. Yes, it does. I heard a lot of those. I personally missed hearing these stories. Let's see. 22 new quests, 6 new death contracts, 6 new words of power, 3 new magic spells, 2 unique dungeon dungeons poisoned apples uh argonian black rum hmm, nothing wrong with that and <laughs> the biggest most ridiculously massive port of treasure you've ever seen in skyrim uh this is not a work in progress 100 percent complete this would this uh, mod's been around quite a while uh, there's a full walkthrough on the wiki so i will check that out to see how to get that going so so that's uh Dark Brotherhood Resurrection Part One. I believe there's a part two as well. So I I, w- I would like to get into that for next time. Um when I fade out of uh all my Minecraft. I've been playing a ton of Minecraft. And uh if you are if you want if you're on a Facebook group or whatever, uh Sherry from the Facebook group and who's been on the show previously, uh started Minecraft Survival Adventures. Minecraft survival adventures Facebook group. Uh, it's a closed group, but we're on there talking about our, our little Minecraft adventures and stuff and posting pictures if you want to check that out. I'm currently playing on Survival uh, in my Skyrim world. So, uh, Actually, I took the Skyrim skin off of it because it looked a little funky to me. So I went back to the basic skin. But it's still called, called Skyrim in my thing. And uh, kind of playing it oddly in a semi-Skyrim crafting way. But... um. Yeah, so see a ghost. I'm playing. I just finished up, uh, like I said, Dark Brotherhood. So I want to get into the Resurrection, and I, you know, with Worms Tooth going away, I I am hesitant to restart anything uh, because I don't want to lose that mod that I have already on there because uh, right, it's just not available right now. So again worm's tooth if you have it De- definitely play it really fun and worth it and uh you're as far as I know for now you're not gonna i mean it could always pop up again uh he could pop back up and and post everything again but I don't know it seems like everything is gone so yeah I'm not sure what's going on there but um I do have let's see I do have some uh feedback from dave here. Uh, I'm going to read the email parts and then I'm going to do the the actual stories I'm going to be doing separately, I've decided. I think I'm going to do them with a little background music and stuff, if that's cool. So um, I may not be able to do like a bunch at once, but I'll be able to do like two or three. And then, so hopefully that'll work out well. I'm going to be trying to do that starting this episode. And if you noticed, um, the episode now coming out kind of midweek only be because I've been a little busy on the weekends. I like doing them on the weekends, but uh, I've been a little busy, so I've they've been coming out a little later in the week. Like this one's probably going to be Thursday now, since it's already Wednesday night when I'm recording it. Um, so hopefully Thursday it'll be out, and then this weekend we'll have uh, some new stuff coming out as well with mods and all. And again, uh, if you want to contribute in any way, Podcast, gmail.com Audio files, emails, whatever you want to hop on the show, send an email, whatever um let's see make sure i don't have any other feedback here no 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 no. that's all other stuff all right yeah so if if you want to do that in any way if you want to participate in any way there's also the facebook group uh scaramatic podcast the group all the links uh should be in the show notes if they're not in the show notes go to asapodcasting.com and all the links are there um to get to whether it's youtube facebook emails all that stuff and all the shows so alrighty, let's uh let's get into some of dave's feedback here actually i'm just going to read the email portion and then i'll get to the stories afterwards so he's using a witch hunter mage with the felines yeah with the khajiitis that he has oh no with um what's his name the saber cat and the khajiit sorry Still enjoying the game, finally managed to get initial points in all my major attributes, so feeling a bit more comfortable with my play. He's using his bound sword a bit more and to try and up his conjuration. And becoming of a bit a bit of a backstabbing bastard, but it's how to survive and live to tell this tale. I'm in two minds about Frostfall version three, but love the camping mod that goes with it. It really slots. Really slots in with my characters. I also love the Skyrim Book Club podcast. Yes, I mentioned that the other week. Make sure you check that out. It's a good time. I enjoy it. I listen to it. Um, if you enjoy Skyrim and want to, you know, a little dip into that, make sure you check that out. Uh, I have no affiliation with that. Just saying. <laughs> check it out. It's pretty fun. Uh, brilliant idea. And on with the story. Okay, well, I we will get, we will get to the story. But that will be a separate way. All righty. Oh, and he also... Uh, oh, yeah, he, there was a new Keek's Quest that came out. He checked that out as well. Funny and clever, as ever. Right? Yeah, it was a pretty damn good one. Um, so if you don't... Keek's Quest, K-E-E-G-S Quest, search it on iTunes, subscribe. You'll enjoy it. Um, bup, He's in the early planning stages of some new stuff. So he's been listening to another podcast that I mentioned. He's been listening to Character Crusade, and he's kind of taken on some of their ideas for a super group of followers who will be his own character, and uh, he's going to use their epicosity project. Um, he's going to try this out with Spurg or Perma. He hasn't decided yet, so he's definitely not doing Requiem because of how slow it is uh let's see that's good news for him at least <laughs> but i hope uh asa2 is i will journal each character on their individual journey yes that's awesome uh, i hope to create the four unique follower characters of each type warrior thief assassin and mage all led by the final character i plan to do these in parallel so i would be journey uh, i would be journaling four storylines I think this will give me a complete new set of storylines, but together they will be the five companions. They will all start using using alternate start to begin in different areas, but eventually come together with familiar faces. Alternate start, Hunterborn, AFT, and as many immersive mods as I can get to work. I may even use the Guild Starter mod. I actually think that this would make a brilliant Skyrim roundtable scenario for you guys too. Yeah, I would love to bring back the roundtable... In a different, like, uh, that's Andrew's baby, but um, he's working on Fallout now, so working, yeah, because it's a job, but it is work. (laughs) But um, I would love to do one, a mod related one, but that would be, I wonder how we could do that. That would be interesting. I I would like to bring it back in some way. I was even actually thinking about maybe doing an Oblivion roundtable uh, to kind of get people, just in a vanilla version, to get, um, go back into that if anybody was interested. So, if you are interested in the living Round Roundtable, Juan, um, let me know. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do that. Um, I'll find a way to organize that, as I am not the most organized person in the world. But, uh, yeah, I would like to bring the round. I do like the roundtables. They are enjoyable. Um, bad news is MacBeta's, uh MacBeta story will be put aside for the time being. But he's super excited about this and making it his retirement project. That's awesome. Uh, three weeks ago. Oh, he's heading out to remote Scotland again. And retirement time's coming soon. So a little update from Dave there. Let me mark these so I know what I looked at. Because <laughs> if not, I lose complete track. Okay, so this one's... These... Uh, I'll be finishing up the McBeta ones today, so... Sorry, I'm just checking through these emails here. As I said, I've been a little out of it as of late, so it's been a little crazy around here. Oh, and uh, so we have a few McBetas. I'm going to... I'll be taking care of all the McBetas tonight, I would assume. And then uh, I guess this is a new one. Let's see. And then we have the first of the five companions. I may save that to put together this weekend. So uh stay tuned for some mcbeta stories i'm gonna record those separately and add those in um because sometimes when i try and read them as i go and i don't have water with me and stuff it gets a little sloppy but uh if you have feedback as i said skymanicpodcastgmail.com uh if you want to participate or come on let me know but uh that's all i have for the moment Stay tuned for some feedback. And as I said, this weekend, uh, Colin Victor also will be doing some recording of Colonel Victor Talk Skyrim, which is, I think, what they named it on YouTube where we record it. But uh, hopefully I can hop on with them or somebody at some point here. I've been so swamped. I feel like I'm out of the loop these days. But um, also, I've been... My gaming time... I, I've kind of cut into my gaming time with my running time. Um as i explained because uh i got old all of a sudden and hurt my back and stuff and i felt like i needed to exercise so that kind of has been eating into my gaming time so i really gotta got step up to gaming time i'm sorry if i have to sacrifice my back i gotta sacrifice my back it's just the way it is so all right everybody thank you for listening and uh stay tuned for some feedback here later death on the helken road "'An Extract from the Journals of McMay Blackstone. "'We bade our farewells to Wilhelm and Lindley "'and headed out from Iverstead towards the Helkin Road. "'The local guards nodded, and one or two raised a hand in passing. "'I think we had shared a mug with most of them over the past few days. "'One or two obvious, obvious sweet-roll lovers glared at Indigo, "'who blithely ignored them and continued with, it, with that grin of his, "'splitting his face.' We joined the road just past Honeystrand Cave. I had to smile to myself as I noticed a young cave bear trying to get at the honey from the bees' nests. Business as usual, I thought, and never it never even glanced our way. Bears are pretty lucky in some ways. They can eat, any, eat anything, so the missing game isn't a great hardship. Plenty of fish, roots, and of course honey. Most things, just leave them alone. The road we traveled was eerily quiet. No animal sounds at all, and any birds heard were from far away. An eagle or a hawk screech away in the distance. I do not like this McBeta, my friend. Even Drogo is staying beside us, never straying off the road. This is not good, yes, Indigo said quietly. I had to agree with him. No travelers coming towards us, and this was the main southerly route to Riften from Whiterun, Falkreath, and Helgen. Not even a carriage, Riften was like a sinkhole It attracted all sorts of people, good and bad, looking to make their fortune. Later that day, I spotted a small shack just off the road and we, and decided we would stay in that vicinity for the night. Almost a day gone traveling and still nothing nor anybody to be seen. A young alchemist lived here, and he was happy to see us. He invited us to share his food and drink in exchange for a couple alchemic recipes, which I wrote out for him. He was a bit of a recluse and hadn't really bothered much about the stream of Imperial Legionnaires passing a couple of days ago. He said he was used to the Legion soldiers passing. They had a base camp not far from here, which he thought was a training camp. We stayed behind the hut, hidden from the road. No point in taking chances, I reasoned. When we were about to leave, our alchemist friend said he. When we were about to leave, our alchemist friend said he was off to investigate a cave he had found. It looked promising for some of the rarer fungi needed for recipes I had given him. We changed into our furs and then carried on up the road towards the climb up the hilly section past Hamar's Shame. I wanted to get past this dangerous part of the road. You could still get serious snowstorms in that area, even this late in springtime. We picked up our pace and were past the high point of the ridge when we started to come across the bodies. Dozens of them strewn all along both sides of the narrow pass. Mostly stormcloak soldiers, I noticed somberly. There must have been a running battle fought here, and the stormcloaks had been the ones running by the looks of it. It looked like that Imperial General had sprung sprung a trap, and it had worked. We trudged on past the corpses, trying to avoid as much of the blood and gore from the battles as we could. Too many young men and women had died here. Skyrim's future was bleeding to death in the Civil War. Past the last of of the corpses, and we're still at least half a day from Helgen, I estimate it. Night was approaching, so we found a suitable campsite and quickly settled down into our camping routine. Yandigo set up our fur tent, and I gathered wood and tinder for the fire. By the time I got back, it was getting dark. Once the fire was started, things looked a bit rosier. We ate in silence. Drogo hugged the fire on the roadside, and I took the first watch as usual. I had a strange feeling of dread and it was uncomfortable to say the least. I didn't sleep well that night, I can tell you. Checking my rune traps regularly and keeping my goblin staff of fire sparks close to hand. The next morning we packed up and ate breakfast on the move. Bread and cheese washed down with warming mountain flower tea. It was still bitterly cold. We had been fortunate that no snowstorms had struck on our journey. We finally turned a bend and could see the gates of Helgen just up ahead. There seemed to be smoke haze over the town. With this cold weather, people would have their fires going to keep away the chill, I thought. We were nearly at the gate when I stopped, puzzled. There were no guards visible in the towers, and the gates were closed. Just as I was about to speak about my concerns to Yndigo, there was a strange roaring cry in a shadow above the town. Encircled, and, and I saw what looked like a huge bird turning its head towards me a dragon a bloody dragon a bloody great flying reptile was bloody circling above Helgen I stared in disbelief and then shouted it to Yendigo. gods we need to get a hold of Makachi and my sister she's a dragonborn and really knows how to kill these big scaly bastards I can remember my grandfather telling me tales of her exploits. He said she made him proud to be her grandfather. Memories came crashing into my brain, and now my head felt like it was on exploding, and I stumbled forward onto my knees, crying with the pain of it all. Everything went black. A flying visit, an extract from the journals of McBeta Blackstone. I woke up lying on a bed in a dark room with a jumble of memories coursing through my brain. You are awake, my brother, a soft voice, spoke from the darkened figure seated at the bottom of my bed. Bacaccia, is that you? How in all the hells of oblivion did you get here? I struggled to sit up. It was easy. I just restarted your bloody childhood rune and amended it to call me when you mentioned my name. Simple, really. Then I did fast travel to Drogo because I knew where he was at all times. Makachia smiled and leaned over and kissed my forehead. Welcome back, Beta. Mother is much happier and has stopped nagging me now that I've told her you are alive and well. Okay, so I lied a bit, but I really need to stop her continuous nagging letters. I can guess, I said, smiling at the image. I can't stay long, since my plan hatched with General Talius to capture and execute Alfric Stormcloak was disrupted by that bloody dragon. Now I have to travel back to Nern to check what a few blades what few blades we have are reactivated to tackle dragons elsewhere. So I need to go. I've resigned as Archmage, and Savos Iron has taken over permanently. Old Tolfdir isn't up to the pressures. Our half-sister, Darkbow, has agreed to come up to help hunt for the dragons up here. I understood why father left her with his first-wife's family when the poor woman died in childbirth. Why he let her take the Bosmer Darkbow name instead of Blackstone is something I've never understood, though. Anyway, remember, she's not just a hunter, skilled as only a Bosmer can be, but she's a pretty powerful conjurer as well. That's her Dunmer heritage. Now you need to get your arse in gear and get yourself and your furry friends down to Riverwood to warn them, and then go on warn Jarl Balgruf about the dragons. He's going to have problems if he does nothing about them. So let's be about it, she said as she headed through the door. Keep in touch by letter, just send them home and they will reach me. Remember, and write to mother, she said as she disappeared through the door. That's my sister, I reminded myself, and got up just as Indigo came in. Drogo wandered in after him and dropped in the front of the door as usual. Are you alright, my friend? Lady Makachi has just fast traveled away, looking worried. Yes, I'm fine, old friend, just amazed at what has happened. Anyway, Makachi is right. We need to get to Riverwood and Whiterun to warn them about the dragons. I just need a drink and some food and we can be on our way. Telling Tales of Dragons, an extract from the journals of Mcbade Blackstone. We left the help and Keep and I was immediately hit by the smell of reek of smoke and burned flesh. I found some ashes that resembled a body. Against all the odds, a journal lay beside the ash-shaped body and it was almost untouched. The leather cover was slightly singed, but the journal itself was okay. I quickly learned. Glanced through it and reaffirmed the urgent need to warn Riverwood and Whiterun. We headed out the open gate and headed down the hill, the road towards Riverwood, towards Riverwood Road. Gods, it was still bloody cold. We almost reached the junction when Indigo raised his hand and went into a crouch. I dropped down and scanned ahead. What well, had the sharp eyes spot it? Oh, Sithis, Preservus, a bloody goblin raiding party. Just what we needed to liven up the journey. Now, goblin warriors in small numbers can be handled, but this bunch had a couple of shaman with them. Goblin shaman are really bad news. They are almost always powerful mages, usually fire mages, and always carry a staff of fire spark or fire bolt. These are bloody lethal if they hit. The only good thing about them is they do a little dance jig when they are about to fire, and that usually gives you time to get ready and dodge. Something to do with their religion, I've heard invoking the gods to power their staffs. I'm a Dunmer, so I am not harmed much by fire, but it still bloody stings and can put you off your aim or sword stroke because you tend to flinch a bit. Best thing is not to get hit at all. I saw Indigo down a resist fire potion, and I did the same. It all helps. Trust me on this. Bows out, and best arrows coated with drain magic of poison, and knocked. The buggers still hadn't seen us, and they were still fighting what looked like a couple of bandits. A wolf seemed to have joined in, too. It wasn't winning. You go for the shaman in the red robes, and I'll take the one in the fur collar, I whispered, and he nodded and lifted his bow. His shaman dropped like a stone, with an arrow through the neck. I bloody missed, and I could see the little jig start as the shaman turned to face me. Then he dropped like another stone because Indigo put an arrow through his left eye. He grinned he grinned at me and winked. Gods, he was good. Goblin warriors just turned and ran. They had just seen two of their shamans die by arrows, and they didn't know where they came from. Luckily, they ran away from us. Goblins are fiercely tribal and need good, strong leaders because, as a race, they generally aren't really the sharpest arrows in a quiver. Their leaders are the clever ones. I think that's why the Thalmor used them to get back at their... I think that's why the Thalmor used them to back up their Tal- Talos worshipper hunting thugs. Just your basic arrow fodder. It helps keep the numbers down, is the Thalmor strategy, I think. We continued down the road towards Riverwood. I could see the two wounded bandits hobbling along about 50 paces in front. They went around the curve in the road, and by the time we got there, they had disappeared. I saw I saw the path leading up to the right, away from the road, and checked the area where it branched off. Yes, blood drops leading up the path. Worth investigating later, I thought, and then carried on down the steep road, around the corner, and onto Riverwood. I told Alvor, the blacksmith, about the dragon attack on Helgen. He asked that we carry the news to White Run and the Jarl. I told him that was our next stop, and we left him as he started to organize a village meeting in the inn. Good place to have one. I met Feindal on the way out of the village. I smiled and nodded to him. He nodded back, so I thought maybe I was forgiven. Two years is a long time to bear a grudge, I suppose. Along the north road and down past Hummingbrook Meadery, the road along the river looked empty, and then I saw the reason why. Some warriors were fighting a giant in some field near a farm. Good luck there, people, I thought as I sprinted past. No way am I getting involved in that. I recognized Elia the Hunter. It was the companions, the mad warrior pack from Yorvaskar and Whiterun. They don't like mages, so I couldn't help them anyway. It would upset the purity of their beliefs, silly bastards. On up to the gates and then... And into Dragon's Reach. I was pretty tired... I was pretty tired out by that run, I can tell you. I don't normally run, and it showed. Ireleth, the Jarl's housecarl, got a bit strappy when I insisted on speaking to Jarl Walgraf directly. Anyway, as soon as I mentioned dragons and Deng I got past the silly hidebound bugger. I passed on Macachia's message, and that started a bloody argument between Ireleth, Preventus, the political advisor, and Rongar, the Jarl's brother. The Jarl watched with a mused look on his face. He was probably thinking, do I really need advisors? I left them to it and went to sit at a table for a rest. The food looked tasty, so I helped myself to a bit of chicken breast, some bread, and a mug of ale, whilst they bickered and dickered amongst themselves in front of the Jarl. Silly sods, I thought as I closed my eyes and rested my weary legs. Gods, I am so unfit, I thought. Thanks for listening to this episode of Skyrimadict. You can find all of our contact information, YouTube channel information, as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com, including our newest show, The Fallout Feed. Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash fireprints M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable opening close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, later, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty,